98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, good morning. I'm Tig. Hey, Daniel. Uh, this Lion King, Tig, the musical is uh, in uh, Tulsa Performing Arts Center now through June 17th. Uh, I took my mom to this thing. You weren't here after we saw it, but uh, I heard her. She was calling her friends in, down in Alabama because she's here for a couple of weeks. And she said, it's the best thing I ever saw. Really? Period. So you Now, that's rave reviews. You eavesdropped on her. So you got an un- unfiltered mm-hmm. review from her. Now, that's a compliment right there. The right. best thing I've ever seen. Really? And I will say, it is something to behold. I've never seen anything quite like it either. The costumes, just the whole thing is uh, phenomenal. You got to go. You got to take your kid to see it. You had uh, come to my son's baseball game the other day. And this moron Daniel tells a lady next to him that they're using real lions in it. And she believes it. I said, this year they're going to use real lions. And she's like, really? I was like, no, I'm just kidding. But these these uh, costumes are so impressive. I mean, we're just so lucky to have this right down the street from us to be able to see these kind of things. How long does something like that take? Are you there? Is it like a movie? Are you there for an hour and a half? Or No, this is a pretty long one. So you can be there about two and a half hours. And they have halftime? Or intermission, intermission yeah. or whatever, right, yeah. so you can go to the bathroom and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, highly recommend from Daniel. But you know, when you're little like your son is now, and everything appears to be so much bigger than it is, this would be this would blow his mind. You got to take him to see it. Yeah, I think we've all gone through that in our lives. Where, like, okay, I'll give you an example. The neighborhood I grew up in, when I rode my bike to my friend's house, it seemed like it was a long way. But then I now as an adult, I'm like, oh, he just lived like it wasn't. But yeah, as a kid, everything seems like bigger to you. Right. So mm-hmm. and this would be one of his core memories if you were to take him. So, so that's uh, Lion King at Tulsa Performing Arts Center. Get your tickets to Celebrity Attractions dot com. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning. Uh, a little a uh, little full this morning, Tig. You know what I had for breakfast? Mm-mm. Bird for breakfast. You know what you know what that means? No. Um, <laughs> bird for breakfast. What's oh, that yeah. mean? Big old portion of bird. What do we always say is going to happen one morning when we're on the way to work? One of these days, somebody is going to walk right out in front of us. Yeah, because uh, like the the drifters and things, mm-hmm. it's dark when we come to work, and they don't wear like reflectors. And I just go, one day our number's going to come up, and I'm going to feel terrible. And N- nor do they look either way before they're crossing or anything like that. I mean, sometimes. They might be in space or something like that. I'm on the way in this morning, and uh, I mean, a guy just walks right out in front, and it scared me real bad. It also scared him pretty bad because he, you know, kind of like jumped. And now it wasn't close like in the movies. It wasn't inches or even feet, but it was close enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, I stop. Then the guy finally looks around or whatever, and uh, then he. After the startle face goes, then the face transforms into an angry face. He's mad at you now. Yeah, he's mad. And to let me know that he's mad, big old portion of bird. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. And, uh, yeah, but the guy, like, wasn't at a crosswalk, probably not wearing reflective wasn't looking, stuff. It wasn't, it came out from right, like, like the side of a car. Mm-hmm. There was no caution on his part. Uh, scared him, scared me. Then he turned angry. And then I just, I was looking at him. Yeah. Did you rebird him? No, I didn't rebird. No rebird? I don't rebird. You don't? No. I rebird immediately. I was like, I don't blame you, buddy. It scared me too. So yeah, then but I, it's I his go, fault. Sure. I go around him, look in the rearview mirror. Guy's still standing back there giving me the bird. <laughs> just like a long, like. Wait, a protracted bird? Mm-hmm. Not a quick, like, glimpse yeah. of a bird. I'm wow. like, hey, buddy. 
you know, just don't walk out into the street. I almost ran over somebody. Maybe it is me. I don't know. I almost ran over a lady the other day. She was on a bicycle and came across four lanes of traffic. And listen, man, she didn't look at all. In fact, she almost ran into the side of my car on that bicycle. That's how crazy it was. I don't get it, man. Why are people morons? I mean, it's scary to me. Somebody's going to get ran over. Or, or am I a bad driver? I don't know. <laughs> this is... Well, that's hopefully what I you can drive safely to Broken right. Arrow for Taste of Summer, Daniel. Because we got five tickets. Uh, by the way, are we going to do our balloon animal thing Mm-mm. where you make one balloon animal because that's all you know how to make? No, we're doing something different. Because I, I learned my lesson last time. I ended up having to make like a thousand balloon dogs. And once you do that in the course of two hours, you, you hate balloon dogs. And I was the one having to tie the balloons shut so that you could like form them into dogs. And my fingers were hurting for weeks. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see what happens at Taste the Summer, but we got five tickets now if you'd like to go for free. Yes, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Caller number nine, 918-879-9898. In the meantime, it's Mr. John Party with Tyga Dana on the Bull. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyg and Daniel. Did you ever take your mom out to uh, Tulsa Tough? In uh, downtown? We did not. It was uh, too hot for all that. Dude, yeah, I went out there Friday, and, you know, my lawn guy, I talked to him, and he goes, "Here's you think it's going to be hot at noon, but really, if you imagine, like, when you start cooking something and you put a pan over the fire, it's cool for a while, but then after a while, it gets very hot, and that's like the earth. It takes a while, and I went out there at, like, 5 o'clock Friday. I thought I was going to pass out. It was pretty hot down there. And did y'all watch I it over it. at Box, the container place, that box yard, whatever it's called? In that general area, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, and man, it was like so crazy. And then I saw a crash. I saw a crash, and I hated to see a crash because I'm like these dudes. Like one guy who's like an expert at this told me they're going about 35 miles an hour. Do you ever pull into a parking spot and you know how that that yellow like curb that's in front of you and you don't stop before that? You're only going two miles an hour and you still jolt forward. Mm-hmm. Imagine 35 miles. That's the speed that they the crash test dummies you see in those cars. You know where Ford and GM or whatever they test. That's 35 miles an hour. That's how fast these guys are going. Then they crash right in front of me, and they get up like nothing happened. And I go, I'm sitting in a chair right now about. I don't know, three feet off the ground. If I fell out of this, you'd have to take me to St. Francis. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they do it. So I'm amazed by the athleticism of those guys. But, man, it was hot. Uh, that's another situation I bet all over town. You know, I was talking about somebody walking out in front of me this morning. I bet there are 100 people that just accidentally try to cross that race path, not realizing it and almost get I almost saw, destroy the bicycle race every they time. They have, like, this car that leads the pack, you know? And, I mean, this car is going 35, and it's taking, turn, like, pretty sharp turns, 90-degree turns. And there was one time where when the when the bikers pass, then you can cross real quick. They got, like, flag people out there. It says it's safe to cross. But there was some stragglers one time. That car, I mean, I'm telling you, kind of like you this morning, it wasn't within feet, but it was menacing mm-hmm. to see and uh, so i was like i wonder if daniel took his mom out to see this but it, it was fun and um i would suggest uh one day if you get a chance to go to see tulsa tough it's kind of cool i mean i did it once and it's and it's fun the first time they go around 
And even the second time is pretty entertaining. But after that, it's just dudes on bicycles. No, the end is fun to me because then you're starting to see, oh, okay, uh, Daniel's ahead of Tig. Now Tig's ahead of Daniel. Hmm. And then, you know, there's kind of like, it's like basketball. The last two minutes are the good part of it all. Yeah, that's what I'll start doing. I'll just go to the last minute. I don't need to go <laughs> see the beginning because then it's just like, oh, here they come. You know, here they you go. Could, here they come. There they go. Where could I bicycle to to get the lowest prices on furniture? You could go to Snow's Furniture and take the Snow's Challenge, Tug. You know what the Snow's Challenge is? Mm-mm. Uh, well, I, where... I kind of do, but y- you know more about it than I do. <laughs> that's where Barry says, uh, listen, uh, you can't beat my prices. In fact, I challenge you to come try to get lower prices than Snow's Furniture. So, so there you go. You can't just say that kind of thing either. Uh, you can't advertise it unless you're actually going to do it. So if I find a lower price on an exact piece, he's going he's gonna to beat it. Yeah, he said you just can't beat his prices. So. And the other thing is, is a lot of furniture stores... I don't know what happened along the way, but now you go there and they go, we guarantee you'll get this within three months. You're like, what? Snow's Furniture has the stuff there today. You can take it home. They can deliver it. And when you get ready to check out, Daniel, 0% interest. I don't know how they do that in this inflation era. Also, it's put together. That's what I love. They don't just send you a box of parts. Saves marriages because if you try to put together something with your uh, spouse, brutal. So those furniture is online in town on Facebook. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig. And hey, good morning, Daniel. Probably got a few people mad at me today, Tig. Last night I went to watch something on Netflix before bed, and it happened. Uh, this screen pops up says, we don't recognize this TV as part of your Netflix household. Because so. now they're cracking down because used to they said, we don't care if you share your password, but now they've changed their tune, right? Big time. And like so now if you've got it. too many TVs on it, they're going to cut one off or something, right? All right. So then I had to scan a code. I guess signed everybody else out. <laughs> uh, not good. I remember uh, you were dating a lady, and um, after a while you changed her password, which meant at her house, after y'all broke up, at her house, her Netflix didn't work, and she mm-hmm. called you and let you have it. She was living. And I go, this was back when Netflix was $6 a month. And she calls, like, cussing me out of it. I'm like, look, just, it's $6 a month. That is your ex, man. Yeah. What does she expect? Just, uh, yeah, you know, throw down $6 for unlimited entertainment. So there you go. Uh, if Have anybody, you, like, well, so many people are sharing passwords. I mean, it's not just Netflix. It's like Apple and whatever else is out there. You know, eventually we're all going to go, you know what, I'm going to watch Ted Lasso tonight. Or I'm going to watch whatever. And then we're going to get on and go, oh, boy. I've been kicked out. We can't steal this anymore. Um, And this must affect you, too, because you asked for my Netflix password once. Tig not only stole my Netflix, then had the audacity to start an account for his son. (laughs) You know how when you get on those streaming apps, it's like, who's watching? Is it Daniel? And I made one for my son, Mac. Yeah. By the way, who does that? Who borrows the password and then creates an account? Well, you know, the thing was, I was trying to be nice to you because it has like this algorithm that uh-huh. suggests shows. And I figured if he's watching Bluey and Thundercats or whatever, you wouldn't want to see that suggestion. So I thought I was doing you a favor about starting a new account. Yeah, starting to hold, put his like yeah. little picture of Bugs Bunny, whatever it was up on there. It's like all of it, the whole nine. <laughs> but anyway, now I got to explain to my mom that she's going to have to now Your get her own mom Netflix. Gets yeah. off Netflix. She's going to take me out of the will. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. <laughs> Well, 
Parker McCollum's making his way to Tulsa, and we've got your chance to win those tickets with our 98.5 The Bull fight, like we do every morning at 7.40. Um, Daniel had a birthday over the weekend, and we go to a restaurant there, and what what Daniel hates is when you go to a restaurant and then somebody tells the server, happy, you know, it's my buddy's birthday, and then they come out and sing that song and carry on. They got sparklers or whatever. You hate that, right? Mm-hmm. Don't like that at all. But I made the mistake of when the waiter came up, I was talking to you, and I said something about your birthday. The waiter gets wind of this. It's like, oh, I heard it's somebody's birthday. And I, I did you see my jump out of my seat? I was like, dude, no, it's not his birthday because I know you hate that stuff. And I tried to protect you, really. I thought you were trying to get me set up. No, I inadvertently mentioned the birthday in front of the server. And when he came up and said, oh, I heard it's somebody's birthday, I said, no, 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 no. You're but like, uh, that was a joke. I know. It was they, so stupid. Well, I was worried they were going to all come out there and start, you know, clapping their hands, big sparkler, and then make me put on a kimono and then spank you and things. Yeah, I don't want all that. You know, if you, it's your birthday at like. Um, Didn't you say at Hooters they make you take your pants off? No, they. I was at Hooters once. So this was a particularly small town or something, wherever I was at at the time. And some guy's birthday, maybe he was a regular or something, but the amount of humiliation on that guy, they made him get up on a chair. Pulled down his pants, <laughs> hit him in the face with a pie. I was like, what in the you world don't like is going on? Oh, no, do you so, like that? No, and I apologize. I really, I honestly, I think Daniel thought I was trying to get you something you didn't want, but I, I really, because I thought it would be funny, but I really didn't. And when he found out it was your birthday, I defended you, and they just brought you a cup of ice cream. Yeah, so that's that their funny. thing. They're like, hey, we don't do anything weird like that. We'll just bring you out a dessert. Yeah. Uh, Where is the most humiliating thing you've ever seen somebody have to do on their birthday thing? I was at Texas Roadhouse once. They make you get up on a saddle. <laughs> I don't like all that carrying on. Those are the worst I've heard. So uh, in Mexican restaurants, they make you put on a big sombrero, then they hit you in the face with whipped cream. And mm-hmm. Well, happy birthday, buddy. Well, it's over now. Yeah, my mom posts on my birthday on my Facebook. And she's in town, posts on Facebook, happy birthday, Daniel. The day after my birthday on Facebook. But she had already seen you. <laughs> it's too late now. Mom's on social media, I got to tell you. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, he joined us at a good time. We're not that far away. About one hour from now, we've actually got a flyaway for you to see the Luke Combs in Tampa, Florida. Not bad. Hey, good morning, Daniel. It was my uh, birthday over the weekend and uh, had a little birthday dinner, I suppose, a little birthday get together mm-hmm. at uh, Roca. Great place. Close to our house, and uh, our, we have a new boss actually starting today, and uh, he actually came to the birthday dinner, and uh, he had just gotten to town, I guess, what, Friday or so? Yeah, he was just, like, within 24 hours, then meets up with you for your birthday. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I'm going to, he texts me, he's like, yeah, I'm going to come by just a little bit early, me and you go grab a beer, and you can show me your house and all oh, that. Oh, I see, so we're, we have a 7 o'clock dinner, but he's going to show up a little early to hang out with right. you. Now, when you when you hear a little bit early, what is that in your opinion? 30 minutes. 7 o'clock dinner reservations. I'm trying to, like, get the house ready because people are coming over there. I'm, I had to wash off the front porch with a hose and all Clean that. It up, yeah. I'm still in my recreational clothes. 5.30. Ding dong. Look at the peephole. There he is. Go, 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 it's your birthday. We're going to party. So, <laughs> you got 90 minutes with your 90 new boss. 90 minutes. Yeah, 90 yeah. minutes early. I think when you say I'm going to come by a little early, I think that's a, 
what about like a 30 minute early? Uh, this was an hour and a half, man. This was so bad. What did like, y'all do? Did y'all sit in your like on your living room couch or what? Well, my mom was there, so I was able to be like, uh, "This is my mom." You know, you can chit chat with her for a second. I had to go take a shower. Oh, and because put on you clothes. weren't ready. I'm still in like my uh, like recreation clothes. I see cleaning up the house clothes. Right. Yeah, you know, I've been out spraying the porch <laughs> off, stuff like that, and uh, that's that's quite a bit early. That's a generous portion of early. I'll give you that. So what did y'all do? Did like once you took a shower, did y'all go out and like have a pre? Well, yeah, then we or went over like to uh, get a beer and and, and uh, you know hang out and stuff like that. But I just felt five thirty is. Are you nervous about early. talking about this? Because the guy, like, this is our first day with a new boss, and you're kind of like razzing him a little bit, right? Well, I don't want him to think that uh, I get to things early or on time. Okay, let me tell you something about Daniel, and I'm going to make this very quick. Daniel won't learn how to do anything at work because if he learns how to do it, like if he learns how to do like my side of this job, which is turning levers and things to play songs, he's concerned that like they'll ask him to work a Saturday because he knows how to do it. Mm -hmm. So if they ask him to work a Saturday, he goes, I don't know how to do that. So that's your strategy. And also another strategy you have is to show this guy who's boss. Is that to basically established dominance? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets here to your house. So you make him wait. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I wasn't trying to make the guy wait. He just got there way too early. Yeah. So you're trying um, to show him who's like. In yeah, charge you have here. to establish dominance. You know what they say? Mm-hmm. Like if you ever go to prison, you know what they say to do? They say the very. I, I don't want to hear this because I. Uh, what is it? Do you want to hear it or not? I don't know. If you're sentenced to prison. Because I see that little glean in your eye. There's like, no, I'm, I'm trying to tell you a strategy. You might need this. Okay. If you ever, you're going to have to face hard time. When you go to prison, they say the very first day, you go out to that yard or whatever, we're all that are lifting weights, mm-hmm. and you pick out the very biggest, giantest dude in there. Mm-hmm. And first day, the first time you walk in there, you got to go in there and make love to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're supposed to beat his butt. What? Uh, yeah, I think you're supposed to beat him up, man. I think you got the... Oh, I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyga Daniel Parker McCollum. There he is, and uh, you can see him live. If you win our bullfight, coming up at 740 with you Tyga your, and Daniel. You and your wife went to Tulsa Tough on Friday, so I uh, kept your son, Mac... Seven years old, and uh, we were out in the backyard, and I was like, why don't we play toss the egg? And he's like, toss the egg? What is that? And I was like, well, that's where you just stand there and toss the egg to each other, and you'll take a step back after each volley. And so I got to tell you. it's harder as you go. Right. And whoever, you know, if the egg breaks on somebody, they lose. Uh, this guy is now obsessed with toss the egg. Sure is. I, uh, I played it with like three eggs worth. And I was like, all right, man, well, you know, we got to wrap it up here. It's, and uh, he goes... You know, yeah, yeah, you put your hands together to that please motion. Like, please, can we please, please, please like play Toss the Egg almost. one more time? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when this guy, when he, got, when he goes for something. <laughs> what is he, like, uh, a Depression-era kid, like, tossing the egg yeah, is exciting? Like, please, 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 can we play one more version <laughs> of Toss the Egg? And for the first time ever, you told me, like, he doesn't like to lose. He hates to lose. Well, uh, at one point, I tossed it in such a way to try to make it break on him. It hit his arm and broke. Your son attacked me. And what? I don't mean like playing around. He assaulted you? He looked at me as though he wanted to kill me. He started running toward me. He was a monster in that moment. 
That's how competitive he is. And, and, uh, like and so he's such a he's sweet gonna, little boy. He, like, I, nicest, I cannot believe how sweet he is sometimes. He's the nicest kid I've ever seen. We'll be walking along Riverside sometimes. And go, the weather, the river looks lovely today. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, buddy, when that egg hit him in the arm and he saw that I did it on purpose, he scared me a little bit. Lost <laughs> he came at me. Yeah, and uh, so the eggs break, and these are raw eggs. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we did it at my house the other day. The, the, my dog eats it, and then I'm like, oh, is that bad for dogs? Oh, that's fine. I don't know. He uh, he played against your wife, and I thought, well, your wife's going to not, not be very good at it. She's like an Olympic athlete at tossing the really? egg. These two got to tossing that egg. Me and him would, would toss it. We might get five or six tosses. Somebody drops it and breaks it. These two start going at it. It was so much so that I got bored of watching it. One volley, they because they did it back and forth. It must have been at least 40, 50 times. <laughs> I don't know how your wife catches the eggs like that, but it's crazy. Yeah, but, like, with inflation and all, like, this is an expensive hobby suddenly. You can't splurge and get your son an egg? Like, you got to go buy the whole carton, right? No, they don't sell them just one egg at a time anymore. I know you said this time you really weren't coming back again. But, baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was our last night. I saw that uh, Morgan Wallen there was playing uh, no was disc golf. You see that sometimes in Tulsa. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Um, <laughs> what? What? I thought it was interesting he plays disc golf and you're rolling your eyes. Wait, you saw him playing disc golf in Tulsa or he just, you saw him at one point on the earth playing disc golf? Yeah, like on Twitter recently. In yeah. Tulsa? No. He but, just. But you know how we drive down Riverside Drive and there's all the, uh, the disc yeah. golf things. So I thought it was relevant to bring that up. Okay. Well, thank you, Kurt Loder, for that <laughs> MTV News. Shut up, uh, man. <laughs> have you seen this, uh, this, the UFO thing in Las Vegas? Tell Las me about Vegas it. families claiming they saw a UFO. They say it landed in their backyard and that they saw uh, tall aliens with big eyes. Here's a little bit of the uh, 911 call and some interactions between the officers and witnesses. I swear to God, this is not a joke. They're like nine foot, ten foot tall. They look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone thought a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. It was like a big creature. Because I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too. So that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? Or? It does nine foot things come back don't call us all right deal with it yourself that, i ain't dealing with that <laughs> uh have you you haven't seen this at all like ufos are all in the news i haven't seen that particular clip but it's kind of weird the police officers also sort of like confirmed that there was other reports of well, they things saw falling from yeah. the sky or whatever and i was going to ask you do you feel like you're more afraid of aliens or ai at this point I don't, like, okay, so this might be unpopular, but, like, have we ever seen a real alien ever? I mean, don't they explain these things away? Oh, it was like this or that. I don't know. But um, AI, I think, is going to change everything. Mm -hmm. I think AI is, if we thought social media has changed the world, AI, when, by the way, we're at the very beginning of this. We don't know what it's going to mean. So I'm a little more freaked out about AI than an alien. Do you feel like AI will be the the social media or the uh, technology i should say that's going to make us old for example like you know how when facebook came out your parents didn't really know how to use it right and all of a sudden they weren't able to use it will this be our new probably technology that makes us old it'll be the 15 year olds through the 25 year olds that can really 
hone in on AI and know how to work it right. And we'll be like calling our kids going like, oh, what do I do about this AI? You know, we won't have any idea what's going on. And they'll probably embarrass our kids because, I mean, another thing I got to say is that, like, I see people on Facebook that are older than us that are like, oh, make sure your kid doesn't get on the iPad too much and it's going to ruin their brain or whatever. Meanwhile, my mom never gets off her phone. And you said the same thing about your mom. Mom is like, like yeah. the seniors are the like they get more screen time than anybody. They really do. They are on uh, Facebook more than anybody else right now. Yeah. Have you considered what if the aliens bring with them AI, their own AI? Then we're really done. But if they got iPhones, they're going to be so distracted by that that they they can't get off the screen. But if they, I don't know, man. I it kind of freaks me out. But I was reading this thing like AI. If you have cancer cells or whatever, mm -hmm. it might be able to solve that problem or a surgery. Some like the computer can just do it. Isn't that wild? It is wild. It's fun to see you though, because I knew you back in college when we used to be wild, going out like we used partying to be cool. and all that. Like I know people don't believe that, but we used to be kind of cool. I still am pretty cool, but Tig is now. He's afraid of the future. He's afraid of AI. He's worried that it's going <laughs> to eat old people's medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm excited about it. I was here listening to I listened to some podcast about it. And they said that AI will be like a knife, which is pretty scary in its own. But Tell it, me what it's, that means. It, it's a tool. A knife can be used for good things and, and for bad, bad things. I yeah. see. All right. And I did read something that said we do have reason to be a little concerned, but the benefits will probably greatly outweigh the the negatives. And actually. You don't know this, but we're AI right now. We're, it's so good that Tig and Dana are now, we're not actually ourselves. No, I already, yeah, Tig's also worried that AI will take his job. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't have to worry because it's artificial intelligence. Uh, now, if they come up with an artificial moron, then Tig should be worried. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Today, Parker McCollum is coming to town. And that's our bullfight today. We pit two of you guys against each other. And uh, today we have mortal enemies on the phone, don't we, Dave? They are mortal enemies. It's uh, Amy, who works in HR. Uh, is that a tough job these days, working for HR? Uh, it can be. <laughs> and uh, taking on Amy from HR, it's Leanne, who works for the sheriff's office. Leanne, yeah. is it illegal to have a bunch of wigs in your car? Um, no, you can have as many wigs as you want. Why are you asking? That's none of your business, Ty. <laughs> okay. But just so I can have as many wigs as I want, right? Yeah. Okay. Make a little note of that. All right, here we go. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, the game today is called Lie to Win. All you have to do is give us the wrong answer to these questions. You guys have it? Got it. Got it. All right, up first, Amy... Do you have a brain? No, definitely not. There you go. That is correct. Tiger, if we could get the bell, please. There we go. Leanne, does money grow on trees? Yes. This is hard. <laughs> is it hard? I don't know. Maybe, Kinda, maybe yeah. we overthought it. Um, Amy. Okay. Is Jurassic Park a documentary? Yes. Leanne. Is Dwayne Johnson, known as The Rock, the son of Lyndon B. Johnson? Yes. See, they're catching on. Amy. 
Do you have six arms, three legs, and seven eyes? Yes. Leanne, does Tuesday come after Monday? No. Oh, they're good, man. Amy, is A a vowel? No. Look, Tyke has to think about it before he can ring the bell one way or the other. <laughs> Leanne, are whales fish? Yes. Final question. <laughs> Amy versus Leanne. We are tied up. All comes down to this. Amy. Is a baby sheep called a lumb? A lumb? Yes. Yes, it's called a lumb. L-U-M-B. Leanne, five plus five equals 25. Is it correct? Yes. Oh, boy. All right, now this is a lot better than that last round we had before. We were all confused. Now we just got to go to a tie-breaking question. This will uh, be just general knowledge trivia. No more lie to win. You must give the correct answer in this instance. Explain, Tig, how to play this. This next question is for the both of you, but don't shout out the answer. You buzz in by shouting out your name, and then we'll give you an opportunity to win. Uh, so whoever buzzes in first has the first chance. Okay, so question for both of you guys. And again, the correct answer is no, no more lies. No more lies. Okay. The tie-breaking question is, who was Little Red Riding Hood's adversary? Amy. Amy, go. The wolf. Big Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Wolf is correct. And with that, Amy has defeated Leanne in the 98.5 The Bull fight. Uh, Amy, you've got a decision to make now. Will you hold on to these tickets for yourself, or will you give these to Leanne? Uh, Leanne, why should Amy give you these tickets? Um, my daughter loves going to concerts now that she's 16, and so that would be fun. But I understand if she wants to keep them. Uh, Leanne wanting to spend time with her 16-year-old daughter to bond and make uh, memories. But it's totally up to you, Amy. Will you hold on to these, or are you going to give them to Leanne? Um, I, I'm going to keep them this time. <laughs> she's going to keep them. Uh, Amy, it looks like you'll need to call and break the bad news to Leanne's daughter. <laughs> well, don't worry, uh, Leanne. Even though you didn't win today, you'll have another shot tomorrow morning with the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And uh, that's true. And, uh, Dana, we still got not that far away from that chance to fly away to see Luke Combs in uh, Tampa, Florida. Thanks to Miller Lite. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tyga and Daniels. 98.5 The Bull. We're coming in hot on that chance to fly away to see Luke Combs. Vacation covered. Memories made covered. That's coming up at 810 here on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Tyga, if I handed you right now a million pennies, what would you do with it? Coinstar. It would take years. <laughs> Can you imagine going into research for that stuff? Good Lord. You have to have a dump truck. A couple in L.A., Tig, were cleaning out their parents' basements last year, or the basement. They found at least a million pennies in a crawl space. You're pretty good with math. How much is a million pennies? So it's 1% of a million. Would that be right? 
Yeah, I guess, yeah. So what's 1% of a million? You tell me. 10% is 100,000. It's $1,000. You're joking, right? Isn't it 1,000? You I'm think wrong? a million pennies would be $1,000? Or $10,000. $10,000. Okay, sorry. I apologize for calling you smart and good with math. Um, that's around $10,000. Here's the problem, though, man. They can't find any takers. Even banks, they, they don't have the, the capacity to, to take a million pennies. There were loose pennies. There were boxes of pennies, what, what, crates gotta, of pennies, dozens what? of bags filled with pennies. Okay, so they were collecting them. It wasn't like they were falling out of the pocket and going into the crawl space somehow through cracks <laughs> in the floor. And they did it a million times. Obviously, yeah, they were... Um, they got some issues for whatever reason they were saving them. They thought about Coinstar too, but they were like, that, wait a minute, that's 8%. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, so that would cost you a lot of money. You ever see the, those stories where, like, these people get into a dispute over payments or something, mm -hmm. and then, like, finally, like, the court says, no, you actually do have to pay Daniel $800, and so I go over there and just put $800 worth of pennies on your porch. <laughs> you ever seen that thing? Yeah, happen? but that's a lot of work for both parties. Uh, I know, too. like, you're punishing yourself if you try to do that to somebody. They So, what you know what they did? They put up ads online. They were like, hey, we'll, we'll sell you all these pennies for... Uh, oh, a discount. Yeah. Uh, they, so 10000 worth ball. of pennies could be you just pay, if you pay a 6000 you have 10000 but you got to deal with these pennies. Right. So uh, first of all, what are they going to do? They're still trying to figure it out. They don't know what to do. Banks won't take them. How does a bank not take money? I don't understand. Because a million pennies, you got to roll all that stuff up, right? Mm -hmm. It's probably not worth the... The time? Well, and then what's the bank's... Why would why should they want to help you with your million pennies? It's not like when you give a bank money, they really I, I see they the get, point. They pay you interest on it, but it's not worth the interest to fool with a million pennies. Right. So if they get ten thousand dollar deposit, what happens is they reloan that money out, and that's where they're making their money. But it takes too much time to get that particular ten thousand dollars. So they're like, the heck with that. I ain't doing that. So uh, I'd like to know if you had to like right now decide what to do with one million pennies. What would you do? I don't think you could pick them up and. To pick up a million pennies, I don't, I don't know how long that would take you. I'd probably leave, leave them under the house. Ten grand worth of pennies? Yeah, man. I, listen, buddy, I'm having a penny party. I'm well, having everybody come over. We have a bunch of beers. Oh, and I see. Kind of like a about, painting party where you right get about fifty people in there, start rolling those bad boys up. A little penny party. Give everybody a a, a beer and uh, mm -hmm. a Miller Lite or whatever, and uh, not a bad idea. I'm a genius, buddy. They need to let me come down there and handle that penny party for them. Not a bad idea, for real. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. Dan, actually, you know what? If you drive to JackieCooperNissan.com right now, you don't need to collect pennies and things. You're talking about money. Jackie Cooper Nissan right now is giving you $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book Value says your car is worth. So no rolling up pennies, no getting under the house. Like, literally just driving to Jackie Cooper Nissan, you're going to get $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book Value. And if you say I heard it on our little show here on 98.5 The Bull, the Tiger Daniel program, boom, $500 more. So, effectively, it's $2,000 more than Kelly Blue Book Value at Jackie Cooper Nissan. Now, is that only if you're trading in to buy something or if you just want to straight up sell your car? You can take your car down there and they'll, they'll buy it from you. But if you do want to trade it in, you still get the $2,000, and then you can turn that into kind of like 
turn that over into getting a new car, which they have 0% interest. These interest rates that you hear about, Daniel, congratulations. Uh, Daniel bought a home, 70% interest. That's a HIPAA violation. And <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're right. Um, but they got 0% interest at Jackie Cooper and Esau. It doesn't get any better than that. So you got all the money for your trade-in. You got 0% interest when you buy something. You can go at JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. We're making memories, Daniel, because uh, right now we've got a Luke Combs flyaway, and we're doing this every day this week at 810. Um, you know this song? And we've got a winner for the Tig and Daniel beer run, which means you get 50 bucks to go buy some Miller Lite. And Daniel now qualified to fly away to Tampa to see Luke Combs in person. Who do we got? We've got Kylie. Uh, good morning, Kylie. What a way to start a Monday off. All thanks to Miller Lite, a $50 gift card, and then you'll be qualified to go see Luke Combs in Tampa. What do you think about that? I'm excited. Thank you all so much. I mean, when you start the week off like this, Tig, I mean, you can't go any further than this. You can't go any higher. You, you know mean what I'm she saying? She peaked already. You peaked already this oh, week, no. Kylie. I'm definitely grateful. It makes for a great Monday. That's right. Well, like every time, and Daniel offers this to folks um, as an added bonus. Daniel if, has yes. agreed. If you win the grand prize, thanks to Miller Lite, if you win the trip to Tampa, uh, would you like me to come stay in the hotel room with you guys? <laughs> Mm, I don't think my boyfriend would be too <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> well, hold on, Tyke, before you hit the, the X button and all that. All right. um, she doesn't think that he will. She I can almost guarantee. She doesn't know for a fact. Now, listen, you guys don't have to be weird. I'm not trying to get romantic with you two. I'm just saying I'll just be in the hotel room there, too. I feel like that makes it even weirder. I don't know. Okay, it would be we it's weirder that I'm not trying to get romantic with him. You know, I see what's going on. This oh, is very wow. strange. Is, yeah. like, that's even weird. You guys have got some issues over there. But isn't it funny how, like, when you ask people if they if you can stay in the hotel room with them, that mm -hmm. they, they never say no. They always blame it on the other person. Right. My boyfriend wouldn't like it. She didn't say I wouldn't like it. Okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? Fine. We'll it's talk. Blame on someone else. I see. Right. We'll talk to your boyfriend. Ask, you know, figure out what he wants. And then. Uh... Double bedroom, right? Like double beds. That's their business. What do they right. want? <laughs> okay. You're an idiot. Okay. All right, Kylie. You got $50 from Miller Lite, and uh, we're back tomorrow, guys. If you're jealous of Kylie, no real reason to be too jealous because we have tons and tons of ch uh, chances. We continue this tomorrow at 810 and every day this week at 810 right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome in. Uh, this is Did You See, brought to you by our water park here in town, Paradise Beach Water Park. Daniel, I've got some uh, good news if you'd like to hear it. Yes, please. Oral Roberts University, man. First time they've made it this far in the College World Series since 1978. And this was some game. They're losing in the ninth inning. Who are you? Uh, so if they don't get a hit here, they're closer to losing the game and getting eliminated. But if they do get a hit, they get to move on. Here's uh, what happened. One strike pitch. Line the other way toward the line. How about that? Boy, what, what is going on over at Oral Roberts lately? I know the College World Series there, and then a couple of years ago, they made it really far in basketball. basketball. Yeah. 
Every now and then they have this like flash. And so uh, congratulations to ORU. We'll con- t- continue to see them in the wor- College World Series. Gosh. <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, the we know Oklahoma softball won their third World Series in a row. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess who celebrated with them? Oklahoma softball, Toby Keith. Now, this is not a great audio clip. I'll give you that. But it is a clip, and this is Toby Keith with them singing. Well, that is. How do you like me now? <laughs> I like how meek and humble they are about winning. Yeah, they're like, hey, you like me now? Now, I'm not a sports guy. I don't like sports. But I love whenever uh, an athlete or a team like that gets out there and does stuff like that. I love the fact that they won and now they're out there singing, How Do You Like Me Now at a bar with Toby Keith. Don't Pretty you cool. do you love that? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, a lot of these uh, athletes, they get invited to the White House and things, and they mm-hmm. go meet the president. And so, yeah, I like that but aspect. But then a lot of times people get mad if somebody, if they feel like they're showboating too much. What's that guy's name that used to be uh, Johnny Manziel or whatever, and he called himself Johnny Money? Or oh, Money. the college football quarterback? Yeah, who was that guy? And he well, would... he would, like, throw a touchdown pass, and then he'd rub his fingers like money, you know, yeah. and all, all this nonsense he would carry on. And people didn't like that. People I'm like, who like cares? Why? Why didn't y'all like that? I love it. I love to see people do stuff like that. Because I think in sports, like we go through this. I I coach a little league team. I'm the first base coach, so I'm like assistant. And we always remind the kids, if we win this game, we're not going to go crazy because the other team's hurting as as you want. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like dancing on a grave or something. I don't know. And so – Dancing on a grave. Well, you know what I mean. You're rubbing it in their face, and I don't think it's good sportsmanship to do that. And so, but but that that's the OU thing is different. They were at a bar days later. You know who cares about that? Had they done that on the field where they're like ha ha ha? Oh, I wish they would have done it immediately after the game. And they're allowed to celebrate, but you don't you don't do too much to offend the other team or hurt their feelings. Yeah. Like when you play football, you do try to crush somebody as hard as you can, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. It's so much so that you have to wear armor over your privates, wearing a cup. Yeah. But, but you don't want to you don't want to rub your finger together like the money sign after you throw a touchdown pass. Exactly. That would be too far. Exactly. That, right. You're catching on. Uh, what else you got? It's you now. Uh, did you see this in Walgreens in Chicago? They've got a new store design, and I imagine a lot of stores are going to become like this. Uh, here's kind of a. a a description of what the store is like now. So this is totally different. No big displays or checkout counters, and the pharmacy is down the hall. You can place an order in the Walgreens app before you come in, or just roll up to the kiosk and find what you want. Then the Walgreens team shops for you. Uh, when I go to the drugstore, I don't necessarily want some, you know, 17-year-old kid having to go fetch the items that I need, especially if they're embarrassing items. But didn't you say that uh, you go to Walmart a good bit or something, mm-hmm. and you said like half the people in there now are, aren't even customers. It's employees getting stuff for people that order online or whatever, right? Don't get me started. What they started doing over there is, uh, yeah, somebody now shops for you. If you do your pickup, the best spots now are for people that are picking up their stuff. Yeah, they have that. That, that sign up that says this is spot one and two right. and three. And, and the same us. with restaurants. Like, here are all the best spots for those of you that want to have your food brought out to you. What about me? I'm coming in there. I got to say, you're right about that. I just went to a restaurant the other day, and I go, oh, sweet. 
I've got the best. Oh, and then I pull up and there's a sign that says, this is for curb people only, a curbside takeout yeah. or whatever. Why should those people get the best stuff? I'm still coming in there. I'm the guy that's going to be walking around doing impulse buys and things like that. I should be treated like the king, not the people that are doing the grocery pickup. put them at the end of the parking lot because right. they've already bought. Mm-hmm. They're like, this throne is here for our pickup customers. Well, what about me? <laughs> It doesn't drive you crazy. You go in Walmart now, and they got about a million people pushing around those giant wagons to do the grocery store pickup. I can't even find what I'm looking so for now because there's get- a million Walmart employees shopping for right. themselves. Now I sound like a 90-year-old man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Back in my day. What about, uh, did you see uh, Conor McGregor? And a little, they say he's got heat for uh, punching that Miami mascot, Bernie or whatever. Well, it's a skit, like. Conor McGregor, the MMA guy, was supposed to come out and knock out the mascot, except he actually did knock him out or something. He did. Uh, they say he hit him twice, and then people were kind of saying, well, uh, Conor McGregor didn't have to hit him so hard. Guy went to the hospital. Did you see the clip? I didn't think. I, did. I didn't. It didn't appear he was hitting him that hard. See, I thought it was a little more, like, you know how on television, if you see somebody hit somebody, you know, they, they use their fist but it actually doesn't touch their face but it's at an angle it looks like it does mm-hmm. he actually did hit that guy a couple of times uh, here's yeah. the president of the ufc dana white and the coach of the heat with their takes on the hard punches i saw the deontay wilder one too what's up with mascots wanting to get punched in the face by professional fighters <laughs> what do you expect what are those mascot things made out of unless you're like the golden knights mascot <laughs> i don't even know what the hell he wears but i'm assuming it's a metal helmet i wouldn't have professional fighters punching me in the face if i was a mascot doesn't seem like the brightest He's thing like- in the world how does it say about your mascot that he can take a punch from conor mcgregor bounce back and still be ready to go likely in the next home game that's the miami heat toughness <laughs> <laughs> We won't reveal who that is, but he's tough. You can take a punch and get back up. and Yeah, he's not going to miss any time. Uh, first of all, Ty, why don't they reveal, because you're a sports guy, why don't they reveal who the mascot is inside there? Shouldn't they get some notoriety? I don't think so, because I think the kids believe that that's an actual, like, being as a mascot. Like, some kids don't know there's a dude in there. Yeah, that's... I don't want to meet the guy inside, because remember that Chick-fil-A cow that came after me one time? We were at an event once, and Ty got into an argument, uh, not not even a verbal argument, because the person inside the Chick-fil-A cow uh, is not allowed to speak. And I look over, and this is a, a true story. The cow is kind of like got Ty up against the wall. Yeah, he was mad. So, no, I don't want to meet that person. <laughs> but you say that you, you think that college mascots, they won't reveal the person inside of the mascot because you say children think it's a real thing? Yeah, because there's there's some... Like, I don't want to, I can't say what I want to say because there might be kids listening. But, yeah, I mean, you want to believe that that, that's a real being and not just some dude from the hood coming in there, the suburbs or whatever, and just wearing some costume. Now, I don't have a degree from Harvard, but when I was a little kid and I met the Wonder Bread person, I knew knew for sure it was a... I didn't think it was a giant oh, loaf of bread well, walking around. stupid. I thought it was like an actual... And, and if kids actually believe that the Bernie, which I guess is a big cow or a moose or something here's why i think they They'd believe be it's real because they're scared to death of them you ever been to a baseball game with like a three-year-old and that mascot comes around they're scared to death that yeah, looks like a monster they're not scared of people so they believe that that thing is real all right fair well, enough thank you i wonder if that traumatized the children to see uh the bernie get knocked out by <laughs> conor mcgregor it's 98.5 the bull
Uh, coming up, Daniel, you know, we have tomorrow morning again, 740. Do you have anything more? Well, no, it's, you know, just, you just Parker cut me right McCollum, off. Parker McCollum tickets at 740 here on 98.5 The Bull tomorrow morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. The Bull, today's High Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Kind of a poll going around on the internet. A poll asks, would you rather be 30% smarter or 90% more attractive? Smarter. Because I'm not in the game anymore. Maybe if I was, like, dating, I'd want to look better. But, you know, my poor wife, she's just, you know, we're just done. Listen, 30% smarter or 90% more attractive. Like, the 90% is better, right? It depends on where you are in life. If I was uh, 24 and uh, I was interested in meeting somebody, it might help me if I was hotter. But also, 
like girls are different than us. Like I, a lot of times, like they'll go for smarts more than looks. Oh, do they? However, you only go for looks. Me? Yeah. I've tried to explain You're not even this trying to, to you. deny it. I'm trying to explain this to you. Okay. What you don't understand is sometimes the smarter you are, the more unhappy you are. Like me, I'm right on the edge of dumb, and I have no problems with that. I'm just the right amount of dumb mm-hmm. because super smart people lay awake and worry. That's they, me. They lay awake and they like, oh. Like last night, I started going, you know, not only are we inflation, we're in stagflation now. Perhaps. Could be. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we're heading there. And that's what I'm thinking about. You don't think about that stuff. You just go, I like cake and go to bed. I try to put on a YouTube video that's like 10 minutes, and I think, I wonder if I can make it through this video. And I'm out within like three minutes. I don't lay at night thinking about stagnation, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Yeah, right. So you'd rather be hotter than smarter. Let me ask you this. When you woke up this morning, mm-hmm. had you solved the problem of stagflation? Oh, no, 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 no. And I, Had you I, done way, anything at all that were, was helpful to stagflation? No, I just think about it. Good. There's nothing that I could contribute to that problem. I just go, oh, man, I'm not sure about this. So, yeah, you're right. Like, um, being dumb is bliss. Congratulations to you. But, you know, I got to say, too, about the attractiveness thing. Mm-hmm. So your question is 30% smarter or 90% better looking. Like, if you're a one, 90% just brings you up to a two, so you're kind of wasting your time, aren't you? Perhaps, but you're still better off than you were. Right. I got to explain how looking better, how this works. Yeah, but like, what if you're already at nine? You can't go up to it, you know, 17. You're already hot. So I, I'd go for smart every single right, time well, so stupid, that I can worry stupid more. Stupid answer, as usual. <laughs> it's 985 <laughs> The Bull, today's hot country. You know what's smart, though, Daniel? I think I got this. Going to Jack and Cooper Nissan because they got $1,500 more for you when you trade or just sell your vehicle than Kelly Blue Book says it's even worth. So you've got choices where you can take and uh, trade in your vehicle or just simply sell it. Uh, I think the smartest decision would be to, to take it where they're going to give you $1,500 more than it's worth. That's Jackie Cooper Nissan, and here's an added bonus. If you say you heard us talk about it on 98.5 The Bull, they're going to add 500 to that. So effectively $2,000 above Kelly Blue Book value when you go to Jackie Cooper Nissan. And then when you're there, you might go, oh, look at this huge inventory. They are loaded up. And if you fall in love with the vehicle, select models have 0% interest like the Rogue. So you're already getting 2000 more for your trade-in. And then, boom, you turn around, 0% interest on a brand-new car. It doesn't get any better than 0% interest, right? You're right about that. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. You know, Daniel, I, I got a 100-year-old house. You bought one, too, here in Tulsa. And I've got like a nook in my house. And the only way I can describe it is, is it's like a cutout in the wall. And what used to be there back in the day, 100 years ago, they would put a, a telephone there. You know, I guess one of those telephones, like if you watch the, uh, what's that, May- Andy from Mayberry show? The Andy Griffith show? Yeah, and they would walk up and Aunt B would like put that thing to her ear and talk straight into the wall almost because that mm. phone was there. So I've been going around antique shops looking for one of those old phones to put in there. I won't ever get it to work or anything. I just thought that'll be like a cool look. And you know what I realized, and I think you've said this before, is that young kids will never have the joy of slamming a phone to hang it up when you're mad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A good heavy like, used phone to, receiver. You'd be like slam that receiver down like, grr, grr. 
hang up. You can't on them. do that with an iPhone. You would hang it up so hard that it would ring, like ding, like ring a little bit. Yeah, like I saw that movie. Uh, I think it was Goodfellas, and Robert De Niro's in a uh, phone booth, and he gets pissed off, and he's like slamming it multiple times. Right? Mm -hmm. What do kids do now when they're mad? You, like, can you vigorously press the red button on your iPhone? Can't do anything. An iPhone costs like $1,000. you got to be real gentle <laughs> with You can't it. even drop that thing like an inch without it blowing up. You don't, yeah, you're right. You don't have that satisfaction of hanging up. No matter how hard you press the touch screen, it's not even a button you get to press. Yeah, so what do we do when we're mad now? Like, somebody gives us bad news or some, you know, like, I'm on a phone call with, uh, you know, some customer service and they can't figure out what I'm talking about. I guess you just got to scream. You, you, these things are too expensive <laughs> to throw anymore. <laughs> like, they have taken away a guilty pleasure. At least with the first cell phones, like those Nokias, like the brick phone they called it, you could you could toss one of those somewhere. You could get mad just throw this thing 100 yards and nothing going to happen. And nothing was going to happen. You throw the iPhone one inch, destroyed forever. <laughs> <laughs> if you sit on it the wrong way. Right. Thousand dollars. No, right what there. happened to your iPhone? I dropped it an inch. <laughs> right. It's ninety-eight five. The bull. Good morning.